When I was a kid, I'd watched cartoons sometimes. And in these cartoons, when a character had to make a decision, oftentimes an angel would appear on one shoulder and kind of a devil on the other shoulder. And this angel and this devil would speak into the character's ears and try to say words to influence the behavior of this character. It was quite interesting. You'd see sometimes a character would ignore the bad words and go along with what was good, and other times the character would give in to what was bad. But I think this image is kind of helpful for us when we consider the readings today. The readings today speak to us about God's Word and the power of God's Word in our lives. So the the readings today then challenge us to consider what kind of words are we listening to in our lives? What kind of voices impact us? Going back to that cartoon character, what are the figures that sit around us speaking to us and saying words to us that influence our hearts, our minds, and our actions? When we consider maybe the different voices we listen to, the different words that are said to us, I think we need to recognize that sometimes not all these voices are helpful. Not all these voices give peace to our hearts or build us up. Now, when we think about the different people we encounter each day, families, friends, co-workers, classmates at school, certainly there's so many people in our lives that are helpful, that bring us peace, that bring us joy. At the same time, sometimes we might notice we're in conversation with people or the voices, the words that people speak to us are not that edifying. They do not build us up. They don't bring peace to our heart, joy to our heart. They lead us perhaps away from God and from our neighbor. These are the voices, maybe the words that don't quite help us. Or when we look at kind of our other influences, the other voices we hear, the other words we listen to, We can consider, for example, media, particularly social media, that social media, of course, many good things, but at the same time, there's certain messages that are not helpful for us, that don't bring us peace, that perhaps give agitation in our hearts, lead us to look at other people, to judge other people harshly, help us to lose uh, hope in this world and peace rather than encouraging us. So some of the voices, some of the words we hear in our life are not that helpful, not that beneficial. God's word, on the other hand, as we see in the readings, always gives life, always builds us up. As we heard in the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, we hear this beautiful image of how God's word is like rain coming down upon a ground barren soil. And God's word, this rain, nurtures the ground and allows fruit and life to spring forth. This is such a beautiful image. It speaks to us about the way that God's word that we hear, especially in the scriptures, gives us life, gives us hope, ultimately builds us up. It is a creative word. It brings goodness into existence. And we see this, of course, at the very beginning of the Bible. In Genesis 1, the first chapter of the Bible teaches us the power of God's word to shape creation and to shape our lives. We see in Genesis 1 that God speaks. He says, let there be light and there is light. In already then the first book of the Bible, we see that God's word has power and has strength. Ultimately in the gospel then, Jesus identifies himself as this sower who goes out to sow seeds that is God's word. And these seeds we hear again fall to the soil and oftentimes bring forth 
incredible fruit, incredible vegetation. The Word of God, especially that Word that we hear in Scripture, is a voice that can be so powerful in our lives. It can truly change our lives. One example I love of this is that of St. Anthony, who died around the year 350, 360, or something like that, so a long time ago. But there's a famous story of St. Anthony where he was kind of trying to determine what to do with his life, and he walked into a church. And just as he walked into that church, the priest was reading from the Gospel of Matthew that said, If you want to be perfect, go and sell what you have, give it to the poor, and come follow me. And St. Anthony that day took God's word literally in his life. He saw it directed uh, immediately to him, went and sold all he had, and went to live in the desert, and lived an incredible life of prayer and service to others. God's word then is always powerful. It builds us up. It gives us life. It gives us hope. We see, however, in the gospel that we need to do something in order to better accept God's word into our life so that God's word can have this power that it is meant to have. And Jesus in the gospel today, the parable of the sower, speaks of the different kinds of soil, that some soil is open to the growth that God's gives, and other soil is not so open. So we can consider perhaps this evening two ways in which God's word can bear greater fruit into our lives. So first and foremost, of course, we need to ensure that we are listening to God's Word, that God's Word is one of the voices that we hear. And of course, we hear God's Word uh, in in a very important, powerful way when we listen to or read the Scriptures. So we want to ensure that God's words, God's voices, is one of these other voices that we're hearing each and every day. Now, when we get to know our other uh, Christian brothers and sisters, we recognize that oftentimes, non-Catholic Christians tend to read the Bible more than us. Of course, we too are called to read the Bible, but we can consider this especially in light of today's readings, the importance of taking time to read God's Word, hopefully each and every day, even if it's just one chapter, for example, from the Gospel. You can get many apps now where you read the Gospel of the day, or even when we come to Mass on Sunday, it's so important because it's an opportunity for us to listen to God's word in an attentive way, so even to prepare ourselves for this by reading the gospel of the Sunday in advance. So one way we can be sure that God's word will be able to get into our hearts is by taking time to read the scriptures. Hopefully each and every day, just a little bit even, can be very powerful. Secondly, we want to open our hearts to what God is speaking to us, to recognize that God's word is not like any other book any other text that we read, to always listen to God's word and ask ourselves a question. What is God trying to tell me personally when I read this passage of scripture? What message does it have for me personally to really question, to open our hearts to the word of life that God is speaking to us? So as we consider then the voices that we have in our lives, the many different people who are speaking words to us, We want to consider how we can listen more and more to God's word, especially God's word that comes to us through the scriptures. So this word can speak into our hearts, give us life, give us peace, and give us joy.